Triple M Breakfast for Shed King. If you want your man cave to be drop shed gorgeous, go to shedking.com.au. Leaders in domestic, rural and commercial sheds. Adelaide. Adelaide. The greatest city in the world. It's time to wake up with the team born and bred right here in South Australia. The unofficial Mayor of Adelaide, AFL legend and Yabby Peeling record holder, Mark Rusciuto. The former squash champ and current B-grade golf champ, Chris Didmar. And the award-winning radio host who's the dumbest smart person you know, Laura O'Callaghan. Triple M Breakfast with Rude, Dits and Loss. Oh, hello on this Tuesday morning. How is everyone? Yeah, really good. Very good. good. I did something very, very Aussie last night. It was beautiful. Went down the beach and had my dinner. Chicken oh. and salad on the beach. On the sand. Oh, it's you beautiful. A, you took a little uh, pack or you yeah. brought it down there? No, I packed up a picnic. Do you know, when I yeah. was uh, on holidays this year, I bought a beach umbrella and two little chairs from Kmart. Yeah. And they are the chairs of the century, yes. these things. They're little How fold much? out things. I think they're like 30 bucks, but they're just the ones that sit on the sand. They've got a foam back. Yeah. My friends were, we were just, I just went, how good are these chairs? You know you're getting old when you just get, get excited, <laughs> excited about excited foam chairs. chairs. <laughs> nah, but it was beautiful down there last night. <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful time of the year, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it's a beautiful day today, Dits. What's happening today? Mm. You are a birthday boy today. <laughs> yeah. What's the date today? And you're turning the big 6 yeah. Happy birthday. I know. Feel Congratulations. 80. Turning 60, feel 80. Oh, no. You're uh, in good nick. Big day for you today, dude. Yeah. No, uh, thank you. I, but I feel like I've already celebrated. This This birthday's been going for weeks. Well, you have had a trip to New Zealand yeah. with your family and friends, and uh, we're going to speak to a couple of your close friends oh. and family today. All right. And we're going to get Have your finger on the dump button. Birthday messages uh, <laughs> sent does. in as well for you. So right. we're going to have a bit of fun with you today. And right. Maybe have a bit of your best bits on the Brekkie show. And Are you a Capricorn? Maybe a bit of commentary. Uh, I am a Capricorn. I want to find your birthday horoscope. Yeah. Because be as we discovered yesterday, you're coming out of a 15-year slump, aren't you, Horoscope? I well, think it says you're going into one. He's been on a 60-year high. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Phil Liggett will join us today. The tour down under the men's start today. The girls have been at it for a couple of days. Today it's the boys' turn. We'll find out what's happening in the world of cycling around Adelaide. I have some exciting news. What news? You are fake news. Well, that's good news. Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Lies. Overnight news. Uh, one of the silliest articles I've read in a long, long time. Mm. Uh, Margot Robbie has come out and said, everyone's probably sick of me right now, sick of the side of me. I should disappear from screens for a while. Um, Margot, <laughs> I'm here to tell you no. No, no. That, that no. is not the case. More Margot. That, that is not the case at all, Margot. Uh, she's asking herself out aloud the questions, am I too much? Is it all about me? Will I ever shut up? Margot, do whatever you like, seriously. But she's been doing press for Barbie for like a year and she's also been, you know, it's a lot. You do you do start to feel probably like, bloody hell, just shut up for a minute. You, know? you and Margot. Me and Margot, everyone's yeah. sick of me. I think we all know that. <laughs> Every day. Every anyway, morning. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Probably is critical as to when you do your next big blockbuster movie, isn't it? If you've just sort of come out of one. Well, you can overexpose yourself a little mm. bit. So I'm sure you mm. wouldn't mind if Margot overexposed herself. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Oh, uh, God. The rich are getting richer in Australia. Gina Reinhart, Andrew Forrest, and apartment developer in Sydney, Harry Triggerboff, are earning an enormous amount of money at the moment. They have been since COVID. They are making $1.5 million every hour of the day. Joking. Of the year. It's not That's bad, though, not if you can very, get it, is it? That you can live on that. That makes me sick. <laughs> 1. Oh, 1.5 million an too, hour. I don't want to sound like a bloody uh, socialist, but blow my neck. That is, <laughs> share it around. Come on. Well, it's hungry people. Yeah, you know. they do share it around a little bit, Gina and Andrew, but they should at that level, shouldn't they? If they're yeah. making that much coin, good luck to them. Now, I want to yeah. take you back to your holidays when uh, all of us, and I know we were all involved in this, the search for Dave Warner's green cap. We dropped oh, everything yeah. and stopped everything. I had a look yeah. at Bay. I couldn't yeah, find Yeah, I it. couldn't find it either. <laughs> no, I wasn't um, in Foul Bay either. Uh, they have now revealed what everyone thought. Um, it was exactly where he left it. Yep. And, uh, where was it? Just in his luggage. Look. There was a room. There's a room where all of the Australian team's luggage is kept, and uh, including his backpack with the hat in it, and that's yep. exactly where it was. Candace and Warner's eye roll could be felt yeah. around the nation. Just didn't bother to look, basically. Oh, yeah. Of course. And I just want to remind you that the Prime Minister got involved in yeah. this. Anthony Albanese <laughs> made a public statement, please help find Dave Warner's green cap. Yep. Also, Qantas 
uh, nationwide search of all of their baggage holes, their departments. Like they don't have other things Their to computer worry about. system tracking. Uh, where oh, would his, ba- his well. bag? So we had a lot of people involved in this. David, why don't you just bloody look in the well, uh, equipment room where yeah. you left it? He joins a long list of blokes who cannot look for things <laughs> uh, because sometimes yeah, they are fair. right in a front of our eyes. A boy looking at a girl look. That was yeah. the thing that's in real. our So house. Prime Minister, you can, now get on, you can get on with running the country. Yeah. We found his cap. Yeah. Get back to thinking about the Gaza Strip. That's it. Um <laughs> Uh, and we'll just finish on a light note, actually. I've just got a nice little upbeat piece. Um, <laughs> January is divorce month, apparently. Oh, so, yeah, okay. the most divorces that happen happen in January. Why? Yeah. Is that because they just try and get through Christmas think, for the family? I think the kids? December is a very stressful month. It's financially puts a lot of burden on people. You're spending a lot of time with in laws, you're spending a lot of time arguing mm. over things that are silly. And then by the time you get to January, you just can't stand the sight of each other. New Year's resolution. Let's do it in January. Yeah, so yeah. just push through to Feb and you'll be all right. Just get through another year, guys. Yeah, all right. Uh, That's what's making news. It's re- Farmers came out against the bomb earlier this year. You're yeah, right. You're on meteorology, yeah. They said that the bomb had cost them millions of dollars because they said it was going to be one of the craziest summers we've ever had and they made all these changes and lost produce and it, it's ended up being pretty mild. Sold and, off all their sheep because they didn't think they'd be able to feed them. Yeah, and I do think, you know, obviously they're not Nostradamus, like they can't predict the exact future. But lately I just feel like even as a vague user of the bomb, just someone who checks it every now and then, it's just they're getting ridiculous. Like their updates of what they say might happen. It's like reading one of those horoscopes where it's just being vague. Cover everything. It covers everything. <laughs> it could potentially... Re- like the one today says partly cloudy, slight chance of a shower, most likely in the afternoon and evening. And then oh. it says the chance of a thunderstorm, most likely in the afternoon and evening. So what is it? A slight chance of a shower <laughs> or the chance of a thunderstorm. And what's the difference between the chance and a slight chance? Mm. And is it a and thunderstorm? no chance. And no chance. Mm. And then it will say 70% no rain, 50% Maybe rain. What the hell does that even mean? Just they need to figure out a way to communicate things better. And if they don't know, just don't say anything. Like if you scroll down to the next, if you scroll down to the next few days. What it'll if there just, is a slight chance? What do they say? Nothing. No, if there's a slight, ch- they need to be clearer about what slight chance means. Chance means like mm. I don't know what they think that means. I don't know what that. And then you go basically down to, every day of the year, there's a slight chance. Exactly, isn't there? It's possible of something of anything you want to predict, really. Yeah, there's a, a slight chance that a yeah. comet will hit the Earth. Slight you know, chance. they put that in there too, yeah. just to cover all bases. Mm. And the day it happens, they say, "Well, yeah. we, we did say there was a slight chance." So there's an essay about today's maybes and maybe nots, and then mm. you go down to Saturday, and it just says sunny. <laughs> See, I'd rather that. Ahead. Well, what's just the wind say, doing? Just what? say sunny. Well, that's what okay. if they say sunny and it happens to be a, that slight chance of a thunderstorm happens and then you've, you've organised a party down the beach and they go, well, they didn't tell me there was a slight I chance. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. No, nah, they're too right. vague. I'm not, I'm not liking it. <laughs> it's, it's been wrong. It's been off. I don't know. And then I, I think they're a bit gun shy from the last couple of months, Loz. Yeah. Their predictions have been wrong. Now they're going vague. They're going vague. Va- yeah, They'll get their okay. confidence back. That's true. They'll start shooting a bit more accurate soon. I still okay. want the feels like. Yeah. Explains to oh, me. Oh, yeah. 30, degree, got- 30 degrees, Yeah, but feels like. They send Roger out in a pair of shorts. What does it feel like, Roger? Yeah. Mm, 28. <laughs> Put down 28. Yeah, we get Roger on, on the line. Yeah. Oh, it's great. On Triple M Breakfast. They don't have Fritz in Sydney. No, it's time to test your South Aussie knowledge. It's time for the Heaps Good Quiz. South Australia. Oh, we've got a couple of lucky callers on the line. Luke from Parafield Gardens. How are you, Luke? Yeah, not too bad yourself. Good Christmas and New Year. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Now, we're going to uh, do this as a head-to-head quiz today. Uh, your name's your buzzer. Just check your buzzer. Luke. Good. Yep, good nice. start. Let's head down to Hallett Cove, the other end of Adelaide. G'day, Ian. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Very, very well. Back working? Uh, yes, always. Uh, good man. All right, check your buzzer. Ian. All right, Ian. here we go. Nice. Listen to Dits for your first question. Uh, we're going to roll through ten questions. Whoever gets the most Actually, right do you want to be wins. the quiz master, Loz? Yeah. I'll, I'm going I'm to do the scores on the scoreboard. All right. All right. Okay, clear my throat. Yep, ready to go. Are we ready, boys? Yep. Okay. Question one. Adelaide actress Sarah Snook won a Golden Globe last week for her role in which very popular TV show? <laughs> very popular. Yeah, hugely popular. Cricket. 
Nothing. Yeah. Righto. What's the answer? The answer. The answer was Succession. Of course. Mm. Have you not seen Succession? No. Oh, you're right. No. Too much board on. Righto. Next question. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock to a flyer. South Australia's annual tennis tournament is known as the Adelaide what? Luke. Yes, Luke. International. Well done. Oh, nice, Luke. Good Luke start. You nil. All right. Ruse what was miraculously found in the ocean at Streaky Bay over the holidays? Good question. We talked about this a couple of times yesterday. Yeah. 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 Luke. Yes, Luke. Phone? Good try. No. No. Something you keep in your wallet? Mm. Ian, want to have a go? Passport. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> 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 don't need a passport yeah, to go the end. No, because Ruth's always right. just about to leave the, the country card, just in case. Lost the credit card. Luke won. Yeah. Neil, the question at the start was how well do you know your state and South? Yeah. Yeah. Not that well at the moment. Yeah. Right. The Australian test side takes on who at the Adelaide yeah. Oval? Yes, Ian. West Indies. Luke won. There's a pulse. Come on. Okay. Name one of the five squares in the Adelaide CBD. Luke. Yes, Ian. Luke. Victoria. Yeah, well done. Nice. 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 2-1. Nice. 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 Oh, God. This is... Okay. Which major cycling event is Adelaide Luke. hosting this yes, week? Yes, Luke. Luke. Let's go down under. 3-1. Come on, Ian. a bit easier now. Come on. Yeah, what are these? These, were, these last few well, were written by children. This might be a little bit tricky if you didn't read the news over the summer holidays. The big what in the Riverland will be reopened after a $1.5 million development approval. Luke. Yes, Luke. Big four caravan park? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that did get publicity, but... Oh, that, that is reopened. Ian, already. do you want to have a shot? They grow on trees. Uh, big orange. Yes! yes. Oh, sorry, Righto, buddy. Luke three, Ian two. The Crows re-signed which dashing Luke. defender yes, yesterday? Uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Who was it, Luke? Hinge. Yes. yes. That's the score, scoremaster. Uh, four, Luke four, Ian two. Come on, Ian. The iconic Samri building on North Terrace is commonly referred to as what? Ian. Yes, Ian. Cheese grater. Yes. Yes. Oh, he's still in the game. Yeah, okay. It's a thriller. 4-3. Oh. All right. What will you find at the Darrenberg Cube? Ian. Luke. Ian. Or Ian. Art. And wine. Ah. And wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. We need so a tiebreak. Tie okay. right. Oh, I've geez. got it. Okay. Right. How old is Ditz today? Oh. Luke. Yes, Luke. Sixty-five. No, no, no. No, sorry, mate. <laughs> Ian, how old is he? Uh, he's, he, I think he's a year younger than me. Sixty. Yes. yes. <laughs> He's come from way back. 65. <laughs> oh, 65. Really threw me off there. Yeah, we just banned Luke brilliant. from Luke, again. Luke, what a oh, it's his birthday today. He's the big six zero, hey. the big red cat, and one of his great mates, Bruce Abernethy, Port Adelaide legend, Crows legend as well. Bruce, you love that, and work with him at Channel Seven. Abba, the big red cat, sixty. Did you think uh, he'd make it? It's a miracle. They Aww. still happen, believe it or not. Fantastic. I tell you what. Well done, Dish. Congratulations. It's a good feeling. But you are a grandfather. I'm not a grandfather yet. So no. I'm working on that. Yeah. Hey, it was great growing up hey, at East Albert when I grew up, which is he calls Cheltenham. So yeah. it's, uh, we're very He was in the toffee bit. He was mm. down the road from me in the toffee part yeah. of Albert called what Cheltenham. Was the well, when, difference? You Dittmar, when you say Dittmar, it narrows it down to about 50 people. Yeah. So, uh, and all of them along the lines of Shazza. So we all yeah. know what it's like. Yeah, there's a few down there. <laughs> Seven teeth between them. That's right. I, we played footy, though. Dits, uh, he kept getting put in a room with four walls by himself. That's yeah. why he played squash. Yeah. He yeah. was a good. <laughs> tell us a bit about He's been Dits. working on these gags for a while. <laughs> tell us some stuff about Dits, uh, Abba. Tell us some stories. What was oh, it, Channel 7 or early days or Port Adelaide? What have you got for us that we maybe don't know too much about with Dits? Well, our TV careers probably started around the same time, along the same lines as me. Uh, Dits Brayshaw was there too. It's good yeah. to see two of us still on telly. And, <laughs> as you say, good head for radio. That's right. Uh, one of Ditch's great ideas, this is and my personal favourite, is uh, you know in the pub. Uh, let's write a book about pubs, mm. every pub. <laughs> How did that go? Ditch? Going to see every pub we in to, South Australia. We went to uh, six hundred and seventeen <laughs> pubs. Yeah, and took... two stays in the Betty Ford Clinic. That's let's right. Go. <laughs> yeah, what we didn't and realize. You know, the end result was the end result was Ditch at the launch by the great Rod Marsh, sitting there drinking wines, saying, 
I'm an author now, so yeah. I'm drinking wine. He looked at me, He's... Rob, and I said, what are you doing drinking wine? I said, well, now I'm an author. Oh. Yeah, so I stopped drinking yeah. beer that day. But it them. actually, became, that book, it was, it was a bestseller. Uh, we are best-selling authors ever, you and I. Yeah, we, we were second me on Bryce Courtney. You might have heard of him. Funny thing was, we, you walk into a pub and uh, the brewery gave us a budget to actually shout beers at every pub we walked into. Oh. And it was funny, the rea- you'd walk in and they go, well, why you do- what do you want? We yeah. go, nothing, we're just here to buy you a beer. But why? And they'd yeah. get really aggressive. <laughs> And we walked into the Kentish Arms in North Adelaide, which is a beautiful pub, and a bloke wanted to fight Abba, and Abba's never had a fight in his life. He's the <laughs> nicest person in the world. Didn't he? And, and Abba hadn't said anything. This well, bloke wanted to fight him. him a beer. Yeah. And then uh, we ended what? up buying the Kentish Arms years later. <laughs> and Bruce Linder um, and some other lads. But uh, So there were some funny stories along the way. And, in fact, uh, Abba, the one that sticks in my mind as well is to get to some of the outback pubs, we, had to, we hired a light plane. Yeah. And in the end, we were up and down every 30 seconds touching down in paddocks because Abba kept throwing up. He got sick. No, he, he told you over racing so, in these places. Oh, where did you catch I'm the bus home from? Jet, where, did you, where, did, where did you catch the bus home from in the end? He, he got off the bus. He said, I'm not going up again. And he got, Parachuna. The, he got the bus home from Parachuna <laughs> and the rest of us flew home. Yeah, you joking. He in a bus. Uh, any, other gold, any other gold you got, Abba? Well, you've heard all of my other one was the Sydney Olympics. We all got that was a big thing for TV guys then, and uh, we've all heard about his boss asking him if he knew nothing about squash, and heard about him talking yeah. about the, when he commentated. But the best one was the great James Brayshaw was out there too, and uh, just starting out. See, his career's hardly kicked on at all, and uh, <laughs> Ditch thinks he's finished for the day, so he heads to the Kirribilli Hotel for a few beers. Not a bad location. Yeah. Smartly, he didn't answer his phone, but he was drinking with Brayshaw, who did answer his phone, told the bosses, Ditch is next to him. Keep him there, they said. A car's on its way. He's calling the Taekwondo Gold. Prime time. Five million Aussies will be tuned in. <laughs> now, Brayshaw, being the great bloke he is, doesn't tell Ditch. Instead, just keeps buying him pints of beer. The car pulls up. The rest's history. Great call, pissed. Gold medal. Taekwondo expert. <laughs> straight back to the pub after the call. It's, you've got a standing ovation when you step out of the studio into the broadcast centre because no one wanted to call it. You did it magnificently. Uh, and that's, that's probably my favourite fun right. right. mate. Good on you, Abba. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Thanks for being here, Thanks, Abba. Good on you. Thanks, Abba. Good work. Every story revolved around grog. That's yeah. Yeah. Very unfair. Concerning, sense, doesn't it? We don't tell any lies here at Triple M. It's rude. It's a lies. Got a slight gripe that I just want to air out, and I just oh. want to see how you guys oh, feel about it. Please do. You already had a gripe with Bomb today. Jeez. Yeah, I'm being a bit of a winger today. Gripey. Aren't I? I'm a bit gripey. <laughs> I'm gripeable. <laughs> um, What's your gripe with now? Well, okay. So you know how you can listen to audio books instead of reading them. Some people like to do that. I've done it in the past. If you're driving on a long drive, yeah. or yep. you want to clean the house, it's it's a good option. Yeah. Yep. Um, but. I take issue when people say that they've read a book mm. when they've just listened to the audio book. <laughs> so I was talking to a mate and I'm yeah. reading this book series. It's sort of like a Game of Thrones sort of fantasy thing, yeah. right? I've read like five of these books in a row. They're really good. Yeah. And he was going, yeah, yeah, no, they're really good. I've read them too. And the wife goes, well, you listen to them, don't you? You don't read them. And he went, yeah, but it's the same. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. It's not the same. Oh, it's there, not the same. Is this book etiquette? What's the difference if you if you've listened to the book or read well, the book? Well, reading is you know you're actually reading it physically. You're mm. you're the one turning the page, turning the page. You're doing the reading. Well, listening. Is it an exam or something? Is it or no, isn't you just trying just to understand what's in it? It's just not the same as reading it. It's listening. It's like you I've know, listened to the book. What, Would you like them yes, to say listen, that? I, I've listened to those. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That's good. That oh, makes sense. Oh. So uh, is, okay. it, is it kind of like... Does this... It's like saying you've watched a marathon. Is like, yeah, 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 I've done a marathon. <laughs> oh, or, or did, or did someone really just do it in front of you? It's not really the same. Well, I think it is. I think, you know, it's 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 not the same. So I've, I have no issue with the audio books. I've... Again, I've listened to them. So people who don't read books, uh, read people who read books smarter than people who listen to them? I don't yeah. think that they are. I'm just, no, that's a huge statement. Are you saying there's a bit of laziness involved here? I'm just saying reading is a little bit more, uh, you've got to put more energy into it. It's mm. more mentally, um, you know, difficult, challenging. Right. Um, As opposed to someone, someone read it to you. Yes, exactly right. It's like when I 
went to bed as a little child. Yes. Someone read the book to me. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't read Lord of the Rings when I was five. My dad read it to me. That would be, right. you know. The, okay. What if they're driving to Melbourne and listening to a book? Yeah, they're doing they two things to, at once. They listen to the book. Yeah. Ooh, they didn't is, read it, did they? This is controversial. I just, I just think people need to get that straight before right. they start saying they've read, you know, War and Peace. <laughs> or did you press play? <laughs> what did you do? You push play on a tape, did you, mate? And then you Can drove. I, here's a question going off slightly on a tangent. I've never listened to one of these books you say mm. you have who are the re- are they well-known people or it can be there I, I listened to one the other day with Stephen Fry was the guy yeah. who's a, and he's great but then they and have do they voice just actors. read them straight or do they throw in little voices they here do and there? sometimes do voices I'm not yeah. a huge fan of that right it's a bit weird so there's and, a bit of acting involved do you know what's really funny I was, I was mm. listening to one once and I didn't know that it, there was a steamy there was a steamy scene in it right and I'm driving my car and it's just all of a sudden mm. things start getting quite hot and heavy oh. and I'm sitting there going Oh, well, this is we've got to wind the windows up because it was just like this loud. And the woman reading it out, and you're like, oh, God, this She's is. She's right like, into it, isn't she? Yeah, it? yeah. So, like, I don't okay. really like the uh, audiobook versions of that. Now we know the sort of books that she listens to. <laughs> right. I want to pick your brain a bit more about reading another day. They're not okay. just, hey, it's not just Game I'll of teach you to read, Rue, don't worry. Can't get into it. Okay. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast in town for the Tour Down Under. The voice of cycling. He makes it look just too easy. Feel it. Oh, it is the most recognisable voice yep. in world sport. It's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. Just quickly, remember I told you a story last year. I came out to water the lawn. I was standing there in my shorts with my, you know, bellies hanging out over my shorts. Yeah. I look over the side. I'm like, bloody hell, there's Phil Liggett. I'm going to leave it. in the same street. And he's back. He's back. Phil, welcome back to Adelaide. <laughs> it's great to be back. And you you haven't watered your lawn recently, by the way. <laughs> you know why, Phil? Because it's a fake lawn. It's artificial. It, it just gets out there to have a bit of a <laughs> look around. Um, yeah. you got you got the uh, short straw. You're not exactly staying in the height, staying next to Dits, are you? <laughs> it's quite true, actually. Yeah. But he does pass by. He appears to be riding a bike, but it's not moving too quickly. No, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, getting onto the e-bikes these days. He's got Phil. batteries now, in it. Uh, Phil, Me too. How, how many years? How many years have you been coming to Adelaide? All of them. Well, all of the race years. <laughs> so I came in 98, which was to have a look at the idea, and uh, Channel 10 flew me around the courses proposed in a helicopter. Uh, I gave the thumbs up to the organization and went back to England, and in 99, the first event was held, wow. and it's never looked back. Yeah. So, And we celebrate the 25th edition next year. Tell us about the course today, how how difficult for the riders. Some, some years they've had to ride in 40-degree temperatures, so they won't yeah. have that today, but how tough will it be? It's, it's a good course for starters because it's the first race of the year, don't forget, for these guys. They get to know each other as well. They are the best bike riders. It's the first day of the first World Tour race of 24. Um, but Baterton, and they're very similar indeed to the one we started with last year, although we stage two last year because we had an opening time trial in the centre of uh, Adelaide here. Uh, so it's 144k. It climbs Mengler's Hill, which is a nasty little drag uh, three times. Um, should be for the sprinters, but you can never be sure. Um, the race builds up in uh, ferocity as we get down towards the weekend. We've, the hardest weekend we've ever had, uh, finishing okay. on Saturday on Wollonga Hill and on Sunday on Mount Lofty. So re- two really hard days at the end. Mm. Phil, when you have the race set up and it's, uh, you know, it's not a, it doesn't, you know, the circuit's not in laps. It's just, a, you know, a long ride. Mm. Why do people go and sit uh, sit up on the side of the road and sit up there and just see the bikes go, vroom, 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 and 30 seconds right. later... Well, at least they only do. What do they well, do? What do they do for the rest of the time? Well, at least here in uh, in, in Adelaide, it's never far away from the race courses from the centre of town. Yeah. At least you get to see them go past once. But if you go to the Tour de France, you'll, you'll sit up there for a week in the mountains and then see them go whom whom whom, and they're patient? gone again. You know, <laughs> so it's a, you get a lot more value for your money down here. I think yeah, in, in Adelaide. Good yeah. answer. Yeah. Now. Phil, I want to digress slightly, and uh, to Loz and Rue, uh, 12 months ago, I was made aware of this documentary about Phil and his wife and their lives, and yes. I've got to say, it is one of the most beautiful, picturesque, and incredible things I've watched, and just to set the scene, just one part of it, Phil and his wife live in this beautiful home, it looks like a treehouse, to be honest, out in the middle of the jungle in Africa, mm. <laughs> 
And Phil, <laughs> yeah. the one, the bit that grabbed me is you open, you you get out of bed in the morning, open the window, and there are elephants at your window, at your bedroom window. Tell, just and tell that's us happening about... in Lockleys this week. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> but tell us a bit about where you live and and that incredible house. Well, it, it is a wonderful thing. I, mean, I flew uh, from South Africa briefly through this, through England and out here, um, and everybody's saying, "Aren't you aren't you fed up with this heat here in Adelaide? Thirty three degrees, thirty six. Oh, yeah. I said, no, where I was, it was 42 every day, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and it, that's too hot. But the elephants were really, they were expiring. They, had to, they just ran into the river quite literally and just dived, and all you would see the little nozzle of the trunk, which they breathed through like a snorkel. Yeah. They were in the water up to, up to the end of their trunks because it was so hot. It's, a, it's an idyllic place. Um, we bought it, of course, and built it uh, oh, 20 years ago now. Uh, as a holiday home and a very remote one, nobody can sort of find us. Then we found we walked into a war zone with the poachers and the and the rhinos, so we became very involved in chasing poachers and, and killing them instead of rhinos. It seemed to work wow. out quite well. Yeah. And which part of so, Africa is it? It, it, we're on the, it? We're part of now the Kruger Park, which is the Beautiful. biggest national park in the world. Beautiful. And it's over a million hectares, I believe. Yeah. But it is, uh, we, we got sucked in by them on the outside rim, and so all the fences are down now. So when you go through the gate where I actually get into our reserve, I call it the last fence in South Africa. Because wow. if you, you could walk, literally, if you're a good walker, 300 kilometers to Mozambique, a couple of hundred uh, to Zimbabwe or, uh, or to Botswana. Oh of course, you wouldn't get there because on the way you'd either be eaten, bitten, or done. <laughs> yeah, but you, need but you could fight. make an attempt. Yeah. Uh, Phil, the lines are our best watchdogs. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Phil, it is fascinating stuff, mate. One, it's great to have you back here again. Enjoy your time in South Australia. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to a great race this week, too. Good on you. Phil Thank Liggett, the Phil. one and only. 104.7 Triple M. Stay cool with an Automasters aircon service. Call 1300 Automasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumor file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide. First, mm. the rumor mill. Uh, all right, in a moment, Rue's got a bit of an update on the Pearl Jam situation for us uh, as far as the Velo 500 is concerned. But first up, this was our rumor yesterday. Cooper's Brewery mm. have won the right to Qantas flights <gasps> all over the world. Okay. Cooper's beer will now be served on Qantas flights. They're going to do a collaborative can. There'll be a Qantas Cooper's can of beer. All right, so that was Big our, for Cooper's. Yeah, that was our rumour yesterday. Very Beautiful. good. Uh, uh, Bluey dropped one yesterday on the rush hour as well, revolving uh, the test next year. Next year against India. Tell me, Greg. It's back to a day-nighter. We've got the second test of the summer. Wow. The second test, and it'll be early December. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Early December. Good mail, Greg. Is that important, Dits? Uh, I think it is. Look, Day Night, they, he went on to say that uh, the TV networks really, really like the Day Nighters. Apparently, the numbers go through the roof with Day Night The tests test don't go as long, do no, they? No, they don't. The pink ball. Against West don't. Indies. No, India. India, is it? India. Okay. Yeah. India is. Who are the, you know, yeah. arguably us and them are the best nations in the world. So. Yeah. And did I hear five tests or three tests for them? Five, maybe, or three. Anyway, we'll check on that later. Hey, uh, we, there was a big rumour yesterday about Pearl Jam being the headline act for Velo next year. I mean, that'd be absolutely huge and perfect for it. My mail is far from locked in yet. They're working on a few big names. We actually dropped Coldplay, or someone dropped it on our show last year, mm. but they're still working on it. So Pearl Jam fans, don't get uh, your hopes up don't too high yet. yet. And I've got some advice for them about how they set it up and everything because I don't think it oh, worked so well with Robbie. No, no. I, don't, <clears throat> I don't think the sound was it was a bit off. If they're going to have something like Pearl Jam, they need to really well, do it like <laughs> they did with the Chili Peppers. Yeah, and, uh, they got that right that time and they had about sixty thousand there. So yeah, Pearl Jam not locked in yet. All right, uh, please get involved in the rumor file as well. Oh four triple eight five one zero four seven. If you'd like to text in a rumor or just ring us one triple three five three, you can win a thousand dollars. 
It's your birthday today, Ditch. Mm. The 16th of January, you've turned Woo. the big 6 0, and we're uh, reliving some of the stories. We've got your brother coming up oh, for no. a few laughs uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, I'm looking button. forward to this. I've heard a few little stories about your childhood, Ditch. Oh. What? Yes, they'll be coming out thick and fast. No. Don't go anywhere. Uh, but before then, we've got some best bits on Triple M. It's one o'clock. On Chris Dittmar's birthday, it's time to look back at some of the highs and lows. Amaze balls. Like when he fell in the creek. <laughs> I fell and I ended up in a creek bed. <laughs> oh, no. Like when he got caught in a fence. The oh, wire no. has wrapped around the heel of my boot. I was hanging upside down <laughs> with the chair on top of my boot stuck in this bloody thing. Like the slippery dip accident. With the little granddaughter who's 18 months old. Because she wants to go down it, I said, yeah. I'll take it down. And I've got those really silky, slippery running shorts on, which go flying off the end, and I'm airborne. Holding on. I'm door. holding her, so I can't use my hand. Bang, I hit the ground, and holding her up, and I've got my hands up Was in there, there so she doesn't this? Oh, only about a 1,000 people. <laughs> There's been the odd mistake here and there. The Australian Defence Forces over there, that's so locals that we really want to make safe and get out of there. Plus, we've got around 200 of our own people, I think, that worked in the embassy, and we've got dual citizens. Do those numbers sound around about right to you? No, not at all. Thirty-seven people have already left. Right. Mate of mine, I worked with him for years at Channel Seven. Is doing a special night this Saturday night. Jake Fleming, his band is Audio Rain. He joined us. Uh, what's happening Saturday night, Jake? It's actually Sunday afternoon. Oh. <laughs> There's even been a few weather prediction mistakes. It's going to be thirty-three in Perth today. Doesn't their weather normally come this way? Thirty-three. Thirty-three in Perth today. Sure. Yeah. Perth 13 with a high of just 16 today. Triple M, uh, 30, what is it? 36 degrees today in Adelaide. 30 odd. Approximate, yeah. 30 something. But Ditz is not afraid to point out an umpire's mistakes when he's calling the footy. The pressure's on everywhere. Murphy, Hamble, Himmelberg. He threw the ball away and he calls it holding the ball. You absolute rabbit. You idiot. The same umpire. You are wrong, wrong, wrong. You can't. Oh, I don't believe it! And who could forget all the times Rue has pranked Ditz? I'm very, very sorry. You are not. The I'm a celebrity, get me out of here prank. Is there anything you won't do on TV? Bloody hell, I don't know. Probably nudity. Um... There is a little bit of nudity. For the time, Ditz got pranked saying he was being replaced as MC by Kane Corns because he was too high risk. Now that you've said all this to me, that, that board member, please, if they can minute it at their meeting... <laughs> That I'm actually a decent person. I'm not a high risk. Like, that's embarrassing. I'm high risk. Jesus, I, I did your function last year. I've done plenty of functions over here. I don't think I've, you know, got up on stage and got my out or anything. Jesus Christ. That's it. Anyway. Oh, that could have went for half an hour, oh, but just a little, uh, just a little. Uh... I've been asked to speak at the umpire awards night. This oh yeah, year. yeah. <laughs> absolute rabbitos. <laughs> yeah, well done, Ditz. Happy birthday oh, today! You. Sixty years old and uh, still kicking goals, mate. Keep it <laughs> thank up. Thank you. What yeah. about you, Rue, at the moment? School holidays. I didn't realise you've come back from streaky and yeah. being away with kids for weeks, but they've still got ages to go, still haven't Still got they? a couple of weeks. Mm. It's starting getting a bit of a grind for the parents uh, in the next couple of weeks because uh, parents out there listening right now, the people are back at work and you're still trying to look after the kids, but... Uh, we towed our old little uh, caravan away and uh, we've still got it in the driveway. So the kids wanted to sleep in it yesterday. So when I got home, um, sort of middle afternoon, late in the afternoon yesterday, they, I had to help them get set up. So they uh, got the caravan out there. They got the annex set up out the front, which is a bit of a grind setting that up. They got <laughs> chairs out there. They had a table set up there. They had a electric fry pan out there because they wanted to cook their tea. So they Joking. cooked sausages and steak out in the... Oh, the that's the dream. Problem. Yeah, they got a little light out there. They got a fan going inside. They had a torch. Um, Rocco had a bat just in case he had a burglar. <laughs> next to his bed, they had a, like a, a four-litre cask of, of, uh, of water if they needed a drink. So they were all Jeez, sitting they're all there. They're only 10 and 7, these two. Incredible. So they they cooked there. their own snags and everything. Yeah. Amazing. So Rocco, Rocco was cooking. That's and great. Tom was that's helping. incredible. Yeah. So they, Life skills. They had a bit of fun out there. And I... Poked my head out there at quarter to five when I was about to leave. And I opened the door, uh, you know, a foot, stuck my head out, and I saw the curtain in the caravan move from about, you know, 15 metres away. So I don't know if I woke him up or he was already awake. But I said, you are right there, boys? I said, yep. You want to stay in there? Yep. 
So I left them in there and come to work and just spoke to my wife. They slept out there all night. So Isn't that great? Brave little kitty. So, yeah, try and entertain the kids like everyone else for the next couple of weeks, which will be a bit of fun. They may never shift back in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Life's good Squatters. out there. We could sell the house and reduce the size. That would be good for everyone. Uh, told the story yesterday about we're over at Streaky Bay. Only uh, on Saturday, just gone. And I got a phone call from Jared, our producer, saying, oh, my mate Lorenzo reckons he's found your credit card <laughs> on the bottom of the ocean in Streaky <laughs> Bay. So and I thought, weird. I didn't even Amazing. know I'd lost my bloody credit card, <laughs> yeah. let alone whatever. So I handed the phone over to Sarah. And anyway, we spoke to Lorenzo yesterday about how he found our credit card. Lorenzo, how the hell did you find my wife's bloody credit card? Jumped in the jetty and I took my mask. For a bit of a snorkel around, and I looked under the ladder, and I could see a little crab on the bottom in the seagrass. <laughs> <laughs> I looked underneath it, and there it was. It was a ANZ Flight Platinum. Uh, what, credit card? Credit card? Yeah. yeah. Whose name was on, on it? it? Whose name was on it? It had Sarah Rashido on it. <laughs> oh, like, you just don't find things in the ocean. You certainly don't in the, in the river. But So your the, boys had dropped it. They'd gone they'd to the gone canteen They'd gone out in the jetty and obviously pulled the phone out of their pocket and took a card out with it that fell off and into that the drink. That is the odds. And the fact that he knew our producer, he's mates with our producer as well. Mm, yeah. It's just you couldn't, if you put it in a TV show, people would go, that's not, and that's not possible. Snorkeling in Streaky Bay, they've had sharks over there all the time. Yeah, the Lorenzo, as get well. out of so, the water. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But uh, we're going to take some calls right now. When have you lost and found things over the years? We've got Kathy uh, from Virginia on the line. G'day, Kathy. What have you lost and found? Morning, guys. Good to hear you back. Um, oh, my, hus- my, my husband and I used to own a fruit and veg shop many years ago, and um, the collies used to arrive in a big bin with the green on the back, and they had to be cut off to be displayed. Yep. And my husband was doing that, setting the shop up, shop up in the morning, uh, obviously sold the collies as the day went on, and later in the day, uh, one of our regular customers came back and said, oh, I found this in my collie that I was cooking today, and it was my husband's wedding ring. He'd oh, actually really? lost oh, it. Oh, oh. In the process of chopping the backs of this, these collies off, and she brought it back. That's we never would have known. Beautiful, good. Kathy. <laughs> One of the most amazing stories we've ever heard happened over the weekend with Rue and his credit card. Oh. It was lost in the ocean in Streaky Bay. Fell off the jetty out of one of the kids' pockets. A fella out snorkeling has found it on the ocean bed with a crab. A crab hanging on, on top of it. <laughs> Rue and didn't he, even know he'd lost his credit card. Didn't know. No. He picks it up and he goes, Prosciutto, he goes, oh, my mate's a producer for Triple M. <laughs> Calls Jared and goes, I think I found Rue's credit card. Mm. Unbelievable. So, so have you got any incredible lost and found stories? Yeah, we've got a uh, family pass to the Monster Truck Rumble at the Adelaide Showgrounds to give away this Saturday night. People are going to be wanting to do things with their kids. This is a great family pass. You can get your tickets at ticketech.com.au. We've got a family pass for the best caller. Let's go to Ross Trevor. G'day, Grant. What have you lost and found? Morning, Rude, Dits, and Loz. Yeah, How are you mate. today? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Happy birthday, Dits. Thank you. Aww. Hey, um, last year um, I was going to Crow's Game, of course, mm-hmm. and um, I always listen to the commentary in one ear on my iPod, yeah. which is old school, I know. Yeah. Anyway, I got to the footy, got my seat, no iPod. Thought, oh, I've left it in the car. Anyway, got back to the car after the game. No, no good. Thought, great, I've lost it. Next day, I went to uh, to see a friend's gig, uh, band play, and uh, the drummer says, "I reckon I found your iPod." So uh, what what happens? I'd lost it somewhere between the car and the and my seat. Now I've got a seat in the western stand. He's got a seat in the eastern stand. Oh. To the game, uh, people walk from the eastern stand across the oval. Yeah. Uh, to uh, to get out, mm-hmm. he found it on the oval. <gasps> got to be kidding! And it was your no. mate who found it. My mate found it. Um, he he checked the uh, so he didn't know it was mine. Obviously, he checked the uh, checked the playlist. Oh, I like this playlist. You know, <laughs> no, no, no. Same taste in music. There's a couple of videos on there as well, which yeah. I shot. My uh, my I got twin boys from when they were about three years old. They were playing my guitars. He goes, I reckon that's Grant's twins. I reckon I recognise these the boys or maybe the guitar. Oh, wow. Well done, Grant. Got your iPod back. Incredible. Good stuff. Let's head to Elizabeth. Steve, where did you uh, lost and found something? Yeah, mate. Uh, sorry, just got to turn my roller off. There we go, because the radio's blasting. There we go. Uh, anyway, uh, happy birthday, Dits. And Thank you. you. <laughs> when you say your roller, you don't mean your Rolls Royce. No, 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 no. My uh, pad foot roller, I'm a compaction engineer. 
Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the other role. Might as well have said that in Chinese. Mm. Um, what did you like lose and find, mate? Uh, so it wasn't me. It was a friend of mine. She went to, uh, for a trip to New Zealand, and she was on the train taking some footage and lost her phone out the window. And a few days later, she got a phone call from a construction worker who had found it on the rails. And... <gasps> Yeah, uh, th- through this whole period, the phone was still recording. Um, I'm not 100% <laughs> sure for how long, but um, they said, yeah, no, we can get it back to you, no worries. She got it back and put the footage on Facebook, and it's it's basically just you know, her filming some, some seaside or whatever, and then clunk, clunk, black, 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 and then <laughs> it's just ballast and the train yeah, is well. going the opposite way. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Steve. Let's head to Elizabeth Grove this time. Sean, what have you lost and found? Yeah, how you going? Welcome back, guys. Thanks, Sean. Um, yeah, I, I was fishing about 30 years ago uh, with my cousin in Rome off the wharf, and as I've cast it, I've dropped the rod in the water and uh, gone back fishing the next day. Yeah. And a couple ladies next to us reeled in my fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> Can happen, Sean. That's good, though. Oh, you good. think you've got a fish, but you've got another rod. Let's go to Salisbury. Dave, what have you lost and found? Uh, not myself, but um, I worked for a company down in the backdrops of uh, Dry Creek in a dead end street. Got up onto Sounds the roof. Dangerous. Of the factory. Yeah, just uh, got up on the uh, roof of the factory to uh, do a bit of maintenance, and there was half a dozen handbags up there where obviously somebody had uh, pinched them wow. and come down to <laughs> and come down to that area, gone through the handbags and then thrown them up on the roof. Yeah, so right. Wow. Now. All, all the people's uh, names and everything were in the handbags, so uh, we gave them a call. And to be honest, every person who who we rang came down and collected their handbag. How or, good! How good is that? Well, well done, good Dave. On you, Dave. Good effort. Uh, Stacey at Strathalbyn, what happened to you? Uh, back in the day, I was when I lived in Lincoln, I had horses doing feeds. Uh, lost my engagement ring. Oh. Um, yeah, a year later, when the bushfires come through, we were loading horses up on a float, and someone that was helping me looked down, and there was my wing. Joking. Oh, j- really? <laughs> a year later. A year later, yep. Incredible. In good condition still? Yep, I've still got it today. Oh, wow. what a good it's meant story. to be, Stacey. Well done, it's that's meant right. to be. Let's yeah. head to Valley View. G'day, Amy. What have you lost and found? Hi, guys. How are you going? All right, thanks. Um, Back in the day, living in West Sunshine in Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, my mum sent my brother and I to the shop with five bucks, and five bucks back then was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And um, we lost it on the way to the shop. And my oh, brother no. and I, we were shitting our pants, yeah. shitting our pants. So on the way home, going through the creek, we actually found a bundle um, of 50s. It was $20,000. <laughs> what? Yeah, we had to take it to the police, and yeah, it was like some local um, yeah, cr- criminal shit going on. But yeah, yeah 20 grand. But yeah, no, we didn't keep it. We gave it in. You didn't take your five bucks back? Um, yeah, they yeah they just didn't care after that. She was pretty happy with that. I yeah. reckon there might have been a few bills missing. I yeah. don't I don't know. I mean, I know myself now. I would have taken a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. Opportunity Good lost. To know. Yeah. Um, hey, I think Stacy. Yeah, Stacy Stace. from the Strath. engagement ring. Yeah, that's yep. amazing. We've got uh, family pass to the monster trucks. Uh, you can get those tickets at ticketech.com.au. That is this Saturday night at the Adelaide Showgrounds. It's a great night out. Uh, there you go. 16th of January, it's Ditz's birthday, Woo! 60th birthday. Have, we've haven't been... we done enough on this? Oh, no. well, that's a birthday message. Right. Still got a few more to come. Gotta milk the tea. Exactly <laughs> right, Ditz. 60 years old mm. today, and we've got your older brother on the line right now, Jeff Dittmar. Jeff, we <laughs> want to know a little bit about Ditz in the younger years, please. What have you got for us? Well, good morning, Rue. Good morning, Lars, and happy 60th, mm-hmm. Christopher. Yeah, you're Thank fixed, you. Ditz, Chris, because your producer <laughs> told me... Uh, they tried to get Kane Corns on, but he was unavailable. So I've got him. Oh, he's a comedian. Nice start. Nice start. You yeah. should do radio. That, that's actually the truth, too, Ditz. It is. 100% true. Uh, uh, what was he like in the younger years, Jeff? A little boy so, around uh, the house. Yep, in our family, there were three boys and a girl. So our sister had her own bedroom, and the three boys shared the one room. So when he's about three, scared of the dark. So at night, as soon as the light went off, better patter of feet. 
across to my bed. He would bypass the older brother's bed because he was a bit grumpy. He didn't yeah. want to upset him. Mm-hmm. Get into my bed. Trouble was, he was a bedwetter. So I'd wake up every morning. <laughs> okay. But, you know, big brother, little brother. I thought it was cute at the time. That's all fine. Yeah. Until I woke up one night, he is standing up in bed with his pyjama bottoms down taking a pee on me. Oh, so I drew the line at that, and that was the end of the bed sharing. Uh, he was taking a pee. Yeah, he's doing that. He's been doing it ever since. Oh, God. Oh, God. You got so, any true stories or not? Speaking of... Yeah, well, he was a bit of a mummy's boy, Ruth. So I, yeah. I started school when I was five. We were living at Queenstown across the road from the Albert Hotel, no surprise. <laughs> and I had to walk to school across the six lanes of the Port Road, the up and down track. And it wasn't as hairy back in the day, but there was still a lot of traffic. Walked to Mount Carmel at Pennington. Come high school, we'd moved to Queen Street by then. I rode the bike to Henley Beach, St. Michael's, there and back every day, weekend. Yep. Christopher comes along. Nah, mum drops him to school and picks him up every day through primary school. Come Comes on, high school, the same story. Got to 14, now whether he was too embarrassed to kiss mum goodbye in the mornings or he was getting ragged by his schoolmates, but he, he said, look, I want to ride my bike to school. Mum and dad, no, no, precious little boy. Anyway, he finally annoyed him enough, they reneged, uh, relented, sorry, and he, his first bike ride, right? So he didn't even get out of the postcode. He got to the start of Catton Hill Road, about 300 metres from our house, Bowled over by a taxi, his bike is ruined, <laughs> and his school pants are ruined. So, uh, but, but the worst part was the taxi driver, he had to meet our dad. So he, they got a new bike and a new pair of pants out of the taxi yeah. driver. <laughs> but that was the end of Chris's uh, riding the school. Right? My but that once. same bike, that same bike, he rode it to Riverside Oval for footy training not long later. Yeah. And uh, he finished his training, and the bike's nicked. You thought, shit, what am I going to tell Dad? So he kept it from Dad, gets dropped off for the footy match on Sunday, and his team captain rocks up on Chris's new bike. So at least it had gone to to a good home. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The captain was a pretty tough sort of lad. I was too scared to confront him, but he rode in on my bike. (laughs) Now, Diz loves his boys. He's got two sons. He's a great dad. Uh, do, do the boys take after him? You know, Dix has got an amazing well, intellect. Do, are the boys no, like no. him in that respect? No. So Jack's, Jack's a lawyer, so he definitely got his brains off his, on mother's side. <laughs> and as for Tolly, so as you know, we were in Queenstown last week and we're playing a game called Pub Quiz, so a bunch of cards with questions on them. Yeah. And first in with the buzzer, you know, gets the point. Well, the question was, which body part did Charlie Chaplin have insured? Now, most of your listeners would know Charlie Chaplin, silent movie star. <laughs> Tom jumps in quickly and says, his voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, bit, I am a bit concerned about him. Uh, he's a school teacher, by the that's way. That's upsetting. He, I didn't want to mention that. He's educating our youth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, that's thanks, enough. Jeff. That's good, mate. Anything else you want to say to your, your little brother on his 60th uh, birthday? We, we all know his exploits on the squash court and the media, but... Um, off that, he's actually a very generous bloke, and uh, I stayed with him before Christmas, and he went to town to do the Christmas shopping. He came home with nine copies of The Big Issue. Right. Aww. So he, can't, he cannot walk past one of those guys in the streets. The only downside was he didn't realise there was no form guy for the races. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it, it was a bit disappointed uh, after that. Brilliant, Jeff. Oh, All right. Well, make thanks, sure when Jeff. you do come down, you do it out of survey because you're a very bad influence on <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Right, I've seen the contract, no worries. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks for right, joining us, uh, Jeff. And uh, once again, happy birthday to you, Dits. We've got Thank some you. birthday message of, messages uh, coming up for no you. No more in family in members. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's Dits' birthday, 60th birthday, a big one. Had a big holiday in New Zealand last week, Dits, didn't you, before you came yeah, back? Yeah, fantastic. Went, uh, went away with the family and we yeah. loved it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw Beautiful. a video of you uh, doing some of your best work. <laughs> what was I doing? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was riding a mechanical bull, would you, Loz? Oh. You were holding on for dear life. <laughs> it was like, actually, I've seen the video. It's like two bulls wrestling each other, <laughs> it isn't it? It was I two know. bulls on top of each other. <laughs> what was the dead bloke on the top of the car in the weekend at Weekend Bernie's? at Bernie's. Yeah. That's what you looked like on the bull. I was just hanging on with everything you didn't, I had. You didn't, like, move your hips or do any no. sort of, like, try and I say, thought you, you were just dead. held on. No, you like <laughs> you sent that video to you. No, oh, no it gets I'm, around. It's yeah. on TikTok. It's your star on there now. Uh, we have got some birthday messages for you. It's on your 60th birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy 60th, Dad. Hope you have the best day and week celebrating. 
Thanks for being the best dad, friend, golf partner and all the rest. Hey, Dids. Mike Dobbin from Again Real Estate. Uh, congratulations, mate, on your 60th birthday. Oh, look, I just can't believe you've made it. But um, as you know, you've won McGain's Ugliest Receptionist Award three years running now. Um, and we do appreciate that. Look, you're going to have to go into the back rooms now that you're 60 plus. But um, <laughs> fortunately, for, there's going to be a lot of young children not being quite as scared. We will roll, roll you out um, around Halloween time. Once again, well done on your 60th and we love you. Christopher Dittmar. It's your uh, favourite player here, Taylor Texie Walker. Mm. I just want to say happy birthday, you big bloody idiot. Even though you're a silly Port supporter, I bloody love you, mate. You're a bloody good man, and I hope you have an awesome day, and I look forward to celebrating with you soon. G'day, it's Sassy Dittmar from Alberton, just ringing in to say happy birthday to me favourite cousin, Diz. Remember that time um, back in the 90s when I jumped out of your birthday cake like Marilyn Monroe? before my souffles had dropped, you know. Felt a bit weird at the time because obviously we're cousins, but you still came back for seconds. Anyways, happy birthday, big red cat. Hi, Dad. Happy 60th birthday. As you heard, little Frankie also is saying hi, Poppy. Hope you've had a great day. You've achieved so much over these six years. From world champion squash player to number one breakfast show to being an amazing dad to Jack and I. Maybe not your greatest moment last week in Queenstown when you fell off that mechanical ball, but other than that, there's been many highlights over the years. Can't wait to grab a beer with you again soon. Love you, Dad. Oh, there you go, dudes. Have a great day, mate. Oh. Soak it up and enjoy it. I know you will anyway. It's a beautiful day for you, so yeah, thank you. great stuff, Thanks mate. for all your well wishes this morning. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well done. There's plenty of people on the text line saying happy birthday as well. Yeah, it's a right. It's a loss. Triple Oz. So we've been doing this every day. Um, so, well, we've just started doing it. Right. Every <laughs> we've day. only been back just one day. Every... <laughs> Come on, uh, we're giving away tickets to Matchbox 20. Yeah. And I'm very excited to go. It's going to be a hell of a show. We've actually spoken to Rob Thomas before. and He was great. He yeah. was so fun and yeah, so nice. slightly flirtatious, which I enjoyed deeply. <laughs> um, but we've asked people to text in with their name and, and the reason why they want to go to the show. Um, who have we got on the line there? We've got Stella from Athelston. Good morning, Stella. Good morning, Redits and Loves. Oh, my God. How are you, Stella? Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, I am absolutely obsessed. Are you? Well, we asked you to uh, text in the reasons why you deserve the tickets as well. What did you tell yeah. us? Yeah. Oh, it's a bit embarrassing. So back when um, eBay was, I don't know, sort of new, I bought a prop from one of their album cover-ups and it was off a dodgy seller in Hollywood and it came about six months later and I now have a bit of memorabilia under lock and key from the, from the band. Wow. <laughs> so you are a huge fan. Absolutely. All right. What's their best song, do you reckon? Um, probably I like something off of their first album called Hang. You probably don't know it. Oh, she <laughs> likes the old stuff. Oh. Yeah. Early you are work. a hard fan. Yeah. All right, well, Stella, you are off to see the concert. That's awesome. Thank you Good so much, you. guys. Well done, well done Stella. Thanks for being a part of it. Hey, uh, listen again today. We're doing it again. So listen for Matchbox 20 again today and text us straight away to get in the draw, okay? Just like Stella did. Beautiful. Yep. Hey, thanks for today. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, no Dits. Have a great day, Dits. Enjoy no your day with your family and friends and everyone, and uh, we'll catch everyone tomorrow.